Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude. Can we chat? Yeah. Okay. Let's chat. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And tonight we're going to talk about prep. Yes. We're going to talk about prep and just get a little more detailed with it. Um, and the reason we wanted to do this, uh, when I was chatting with my buddy Conan on the weekend, uh, we were talking about the pros and cons of prep. And he said, well, and I'm going to paraphrase without his permission, um, that he had cautioned that an abundance that relying on prep may leave you potentially vulnerable to pick up armies where you don't have that same time. And so Roma and I have been talking about that idea since, and she said, no, you know what, that's what I want to talk about next time. So here we are. So dude, um, what are your thoughts on prep? So my thoughts on prep are, there's two pieces to that. One is prepping and practicing battle plan. Uh, One is practicing your list and how they work together. So part of my prepping practice is, obviously I've only been playing for about four months now, and I haven't played enough games and practiced enough. So you're always going to keep learning the more you practice and play. Uh, practice meaning practicing against other people. Like when you and I would play, that that was practice. We okay. would practice turn one a few times. But just prepping and getting that mindset of how your your army works together is huge for me. So it, it is as much about practice as it is about prep. Yes. Okay. And what practicing and prep has done for me is... I've only played with the army that I played against you in our final league game twice. And the second time when I played against you, I played it much better than I did the first time I ever played it against Josh. Because I learned from that and I had to learn, like I had only played Bastion for the very first time and I didn't really use him in that game against Josh. So then what's the difference in your mind between prep and practice? Prep would be if I know the battle plan and I'm going to get myself prepared for that battle plan and think about how I'm going to deploy. And So do you prep the, you prep both for the battle plan, which is, okay, so what was the last one? Head-to-head? No. It was head-on collision. Head-on collision. Uh, okay, so you set up, you put it out on the table, you're sort of laying your, your models out, you're, you're envisioning deployment, you're envisioning where your opponent, me, might be setting up. So as I'm envisioning how you're going to be setting up, potentially, I'm also trying to figure out how my army works together. Who do I put together? For example, Lord Arcanum has, he can heal, um, bring back a soul, one, one wound, 18 inches away. So I always want to make sure that he's 18 inches away from my cats and he's 18 inches away from Krondus. So how do you practice that? Well, when I'm moving them around, I 
you know, for example, head-on collision. I put Krondis in the middle. That's what I wanted. I wanted Stop him on that. on that cord. I wanted him on that <laughs> center objective. And then I thought, well, if he's on the center objective, where would I put Arcanum and the cats? And so I made sure that when I kind of had that vision in my head, um, that they would be about 18 inches away. And that's... So were you actually moving the models around the table and measuring them just to... Yes. I don't even have to do it on the table. I was just doing it on my piece of paper when I draw it out. Oh, my God. You hear that silence? That, that's the shock and horror, knowing that I walked into such a savage trap. Well, it wasn't really I a have fact. to go back and check the table and see if there's little white marks on there where she <laughs> mapped out. Like, oh, right. I mean, but, not you need to in Sigmar, but whatever. But as you are aware and you remember that it doesn't matter how much we practice and prep and whatever we do, the situation is going to be different when your opponent is across from you and they deploy. And the game has changed. And so the practice and prep just gets my mind thinking about how my units and my army works well together so that when I'm in a situation that is different, I'm not going to know what army I'm playing against, but the more I know my army, the better I can play against another army. Is there such a thing as too much prep or practice? I don't think so. And maybe at some point, I'm when someone has been playing for years and years... I'm going to bust out a little Socrates right here. Okay. Um, so is there a chance that too much practice leads you down perhaps a false sense of security where you become over-reliant on particular patterns or... Um, I know for me, I can overpractice and overprep because then I just fall into the trap and I don't step out of the fact that, oh, wait, that guy's actually not where I thought he would be. I did it against you. I dropped, um, I dropped sloppity out of sheer um, repetitiveness. I dropped sloppity in a suboptimal place. He stopped nobody from piling in just because that's kind of where I normally drop him. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting because when I place my units in the realm and I think, when am I going to bring them in? I try to wait as long as I can, but there's times I just have to base on what's going on on the table and bring them down earlier. Just like I did in LVO. I didn't, there was one game when I was able to bring them down turn three, but there was another game where I actually had to bring them down turn one. And it all depended on where my N opponent's Yeah, no, no, no. Is. I mean, yes. I, I get that. Yeah. But is, is there, do you think that you can get into a rut if you practice or prep too much and you're just out of repetition, you're going like, you know, muscle memory, brain memory, deployment memory, whatever you want to call it, that you just fall into the trap of doing the same thing without thinking enough because whatever, your mind's not on the game at the moment, you've had six too many beer, whatever. Like, do you feel that that could potentially be a risk? I I don't know if I can quite answer that yet because I haven't been playing long enough. Right now, I think I just need to practice and prep because I don't know the game that well. And I'm still learning. And when you're learning, you do need to practice and prep so that you do become comfortable. So you are doing things without having to have it rehearsed in your head before you're playing. You naturally know how your, your army works together. You could just, you know, once I know my army, I could just play against 
another army and it would be more natural for myself. But right now I'm not quite there. So that's why I need to practice and prep more than somebody else may. Okay, but I don't think we've clearly defined um, what what those two terms are. So practicing, so let's just stop. Let's define mm -hmm. what is practice to you. Practice to me is practicing a battle plan. So, okay, so then what's prep? Prep is when I am thinking about my army and I'm think and if I know who my opponent is and I know that they're playing a certain army, then I'll start prepping. So is that the defining characteristic that um, practice is for the battle plan and prep is for the opponent? Possibly. I, I, when I think, I of think that we need to define for what, me, what do you think prepping is? That's what I think. I think prepping is when you bust out Wahapedia and you've, you download the, and I mean, you, you spent lots of time and I think I did earlier looking at the opponent's list. You would mm -hmm. build the list in the app. Um, you'd Wahapedia. And it's really interesting as much time as I spend doing that. I don't even know how much I retained, but it did help me though because there's got to be some of it sticking. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would think so. When you're thinking about a situation like a tournament or LVO, uh, which is a tournament as well, but if you're thinking about that and you don't know who who you're going to be playing against until just beforehand, all that prep that I've done in the past and prep and practice. Sometimes the two of them can go really well together. And, you know, for example, the tournament that we're doing here, the league, I know my opponent, I know their list, and I know the battle plan. So you prepped and practiced for that. Exactly. So in Vegas, we knew about the battle plan ahead of time. So I had practiced, we had practiced the battle plans, yep. which made it a lot easier if we hadn't it made it a lot easier that we had practiced those battle plans. Yeah, you printed out all the maps, exactly. put them on overheads with the erasable yeah. pens and all that and stuff. And the prep that I had done I just during used the, word the league overhead. here. I totally dated myself. What was that? I just used the word overhead. I totally dated oh, myself. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, so the prep that I had done for the games I played in the league helped me because I did play a lot of WOG armies at LVO. I played two. Out of the five. You played two Iron Joes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, again, so I knew... So that prep did pay. That prep did pay. I didn't win, but it's not always about winning. It's about, you know, I there were close games. So you knew what a cabbage would do. You knew what a... Roughly, that yes. Nasty -ass I knew what I had to kill. <laughs> okay. You knew what the piggies did, approximately. Exactly. Okay. Um, so what are the... Are there any cons... There are cons, and I'm just going to uh, share. Actually, I was just thinking about a con. When you, when you and I have practiced, and I've thought in my head, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I practice. This is what I prep. This is exactly what I'm going to follow. It never paid out because I wasn't thinking, critically thinking about, okay, what if something changes? And so... I have to use drop in that quote at this point. No plan survives contact with the enemy. Yes. So then I just thought, you know what? As long as I know who I need to keep together, closer together, 
who works well together, um, who do I want to bring from the realm. So I'll just give you an example. I used to keep a certain list in the realm, same list in the realm all the time, Andrasta, my battle line. Well, then I changed it up. I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep my dragons in the realm because I lose them. Which one? The Storm Drake Guard? The Storm Drake yeah. Guard, yes. And then I thought, I don't have to keep Andrasta and the battle line in the realm. Well, the reason for that was... When I did barge enemy lines, I would bring down two units of Galician vets, and I'd get that extra point for the, for the battle tactic. I love doing that. Andressa would come in, and she's small enough a model that if I had to just put one battle line in plus her, I usually was able to get in. But it doesn't always work. And so that's why I changed up who I put in the realm. And it's my dragons. They're an easy target on the table for turn one. In turn one, I didn't really need them if I went first to get my, my points. And, but if I got double turned, my dragons would usually almost be dead by turn two. Um, on the whole, um, well, I think we've talked about some pros of prepping. There are... Um, if you were going to speak to some newcomers out there, would you recommend prepping? Absolutely. But I also have to add in there that I have just fallen in love with this hobby and playing. And I do think about it day and night. And I do want to keep See, playing. See, there it is, straight from, the, right, straight from Roma. After three games at LVO, I was ready to play game four. She wanted the shadow round like that night. It was I bananas. was so excited. So I can't speak for any, any newcomers because they might not. I'm, I feel quite passionate about this. <laughs> and I love yes. it. I, I don't know what's happened to me. I just, you know, I mean, I love it. And... I think part of the practice and prep is I just can't stop thinking about the game. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if it has to do with necessarily prepping for who am I going to play against, but I sit there eagerly in the evenings thinking, oh, do we get to play? Oh, do we get to talk about it? Oh, can we make another list? I don't know how many lists I've made. I've made I have like 10 Oh my God, you should lists. see your app. It's like Thunder 1 through 10. It's bananas. So part of the practice and prep is that I just love it so just much. Just like thinking about it. Yeah. I, I just can't stop thinking about it. So if someone is starting the hobby, they don't have to think about it day and night. They don't have to practice and prep all the time. They might have to spend less time. Maybe it takes me longer to learn and, you know, maybe it just, I want to learn something different. I want to learn a different strategy. I want to make up my list so that, because quite honestly, my list has changed after I've identified the gaps in my army, and my list has come a long ways. And it yeah, from the leftovers of what the Dominion box to now, all the OP stuff you can pile into it. Exactly. <laughs> and when you know what works together in your army, you can just play a much better game. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that point. Um, last point I want to touch on on the notion of prepping, uh, resources for all the preppers out there. If you were going to recommend some resources to the aspiring prepper, what would you suggest people use? What, what did you use? You. <laughs> <laughs> 
I used you. You, um, I would say, so your knowledge and you helping and coaching me through playing, you know, all those looks that you gave me when you just had to keep telling me, are you forgetting something? Are you forgetting something? It's a D6. It's a D3. Like you would just have to keep repeating yourself. But I found the cards are very helpful. Like the cards oh, that... Oh, writing out the recipe cards? Writing out the recipe oh, cards. Oh, the actual Sigmar the cards. The actual yeah. Sigmar cards are very helpful. But I found when I was... When you're playing and you haven't played very can, much... Can I, I just want to stop you there. Kay. Okay, so, yeah, you're, she's got them all set up in front of her. The, the, the Stormcast cards, they come with um, sort of every new battle tome. And, I mean, GW is sort of reluctant to really overhaul... Um, the actual stats they don't do that very often they nerf the most egregious things but would you say that even with uh, you know the turnaround time on faqs and stuff is it still worth having those cards even knowing that they get a little bit out of date well i don't i haven't used the cards and when they're out of date so i wouldn't know that part those are out of date oh are they i mean Krondis, uh the storm breaks got there's stuff on the on the Stormbreak cards that they changed. Oh, God, you should see. She's looked at me like, what? <laughs> you know, that BS move they did, They, it's still on the card, but we've gone over that. We're like, no, yes, you can't actually yes, do that. Yes, I do know what you're talking about now. But just getting back to the cards, the cards are helpful, but what I was going to say was when you're nervous and you're playing and you're trying to remember all of the different phases, like there's a lot of them, I can't always find what I'm looking for on the card. So that is why I had to write out recipe cards. Do you okay? So from my perspective, I didn't think the recipe cards helped you. I, I when you started fumbling through the recipe cards, as I was sitting there over on the other side of the table, rolling my eyes at you, I I really feel like they they weren't that helpful. Maybe the process of writing it out was helpful. But so and she's got them like three rings. She's got these little clips in it. They're they're different colors. What do you you got <laughs> so a color can I share? Yeah. Can I share why they're really good? Because I remembered every single thing that I needed to do, and that's what I have in my cards. So I don't forget, and so like I didn't the, forget the, the phase steps. The phase steps. So I have each yeah. of my heroes. Do you have to remember to move Ravenax in there? I do. <laughs> I have it. And Dispel Ravenex, number one, hero phase. <laughs> fucking Dispel Ravenex. Nice. Yes. Command points, heroic <laughs> action, spells, Bastion, Dispel Ravenex, healing. It's literally on the card. Dispel it's Ravenex. literally on my card. And the movement phase, I have to always remember as I'm moving my, as I'm moving my units that Arcanum moves at the end of the movement phase anywhere on the board. But then I bring from the realm after that. That has to be my last movement. So I have to make sure I'm doing everything. Oh, your order, order. of operations. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I have order of operations on. On the recipe cards. Exactly. Okay. And one of them is a simple order of operations. Because sometimes you just need a quick glimpse. Oh, like the overall. Exactly. And then I have another order of operations that's a little more detailed yeah, okay. with each phase. But having written out recipe cards... And then I've actually thrown quite a few out because I had to write different things that I had to remember before. Yep. But now I don't have to remember those things because I know them. Uh, we used that initially. I printed off that page from, I don't know, AOS Reminder. Yeah, AOS Reminders, I think. 
Did you like that? <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, you said it was, it was too was, much. Yeah, it was, it too, was too much information. It? it was too cluttered. It had everything on there and some of those things you just have to remember or you might just want to write on a recipe card and sometimes you need to write it out a couple of times so if I'm writing out my empower spell for my um, evocators on celestial drag lines I had to write it on two of the recipe cards because one of them has my spells one of them has what the evocators do yeah unfortunately you remember that every time now I remembered everything the game I played against you yeah everything Every flipping thing. I yep. did. And it worked out really well. Even, I even yeah, bought you, these tokens you, you from optimized. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally they have the plus one to hit, plus one to wound. They have all those on those tokens. And I put them beside my um And left units. them there. And then they just kept no, throwing I more. <laughs> you totally did. You're like, oh, look at me. I got all these tokens no. on crack. You, what? you helped remind me. And I remembered to remove them. You had handfuls of tokens on him by the end of the table. It's like, oh, yeah, I got like plus 14. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. Yeah, she's looking at me now. Uh-huh. Yep. I just want to make one point. So it kind of reminds me of when someone studies for a test. So you study for a test and you prep and you practice and you're studying really hard and you get an A. And then the other person says, well, I, I didn't do well because I didn't practice. I didn't prep. I didn't study. I think that just answers. Are, is that is this coming back at me for the token thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I know exactly what that was. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of Zing. whining in there, David. Or oh. Dude, yeah, there uh -huh, is nice. about the game. But just from my own performance, uh, I accomplished what I wanted to, which was remembering... Humiliating your husband? No, no. It wasn't all about humiliating. <laughs> it was... It was about remembering my order of operations, okay, yeah. remembering my spells, remembering to dispel, remembering that if I pick a battle tactic and I've got it and I don't move my, my units away from it. I don't know if that's happened to you, but it's happened to me where I've barged enemy lines and then we, I decide to We all know that you've them. reminded me like three times not to move those guys because they were the battle tactic. Exactly. So, you know, we do remind each other of things, but... <laughs> Uh, any other resources um, before we wrap up? Friends? Yeah. yeah absolutely. And actually, Just I did want to play. Just the out. local, um, our community, fantastic resource, our little AOS chat. on. There's a specific pr uh, particular person, actually. It was Mike, Michael. And he would have the tokens. He had his tokens by all of his, um, his units. And I just asked him, I said, oh, well, how do you remember how to do everything because he had a lot of things he had to remember and he said he had these tokens. Oh yeah, ether cords everywhere. <laughs> ether cords and, and he had his little um, tokens and that's how he remembered and I thought, oh wow, I need to do that because it is so hard to remember what your unit does if oh, you yeah. don't put it, especially if you've cast something. The number of times I have put um, oh, Blades of Putrefaction on the Rottmeyers and then promptly forgot that they do mortals on a five or a six with a token there. I remember, I'm just going to laugh at this. Earlier on when I was learning to play, Damon was playing his plague bearers and thought they were only one wound. <laughs> do you remember that? You thought yes, they were one wound each. And I he's, do. And he's thinking, why am I playing with these plague bears? And then realize they're actually two wounds. Oh, thanks for taking us back there. I, I'd forgotten that, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that trip down memory lane. Um, 
couple other resources I'd like to throw out there that we used. Wahapedia, if you don't know about it, um, it's Russian. They're probably hacking your phone the whole time you're on the website, but um, they've got everything that's ever been published for Age of Sigmar on there. I use it because um, I don't buy every battle tome. I use, and we both use the uh, app extensively. Oh, the AOS app. Yeah, the AOS app. Oh, yes. But if I'm going to, if I really want to dig into uh, somebody else's list, like we did um, prepping f- to, for your game against Jonathan, we, we, um, uh, we Wahapedia'd that pretty hard. We Wahapedia'd um, Josh's Iron Jaws to really get a sense. And it, it still didn't quite do it, but we had a much better idea of the m- movement shenanigans they could yeah, accomplish. Yeah, I just knew that. After reading up Josh's, I thought, oh, my gosh, I am just going to get wiped out. <laughs> That's what my thought was before I played Josh. Um, so community, resource cards, the unit cards, Wahapedia, AOS, and just physically moving stuff around on the table, getting used to it. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So final word, prep or not to prep? Prep and prep and practice and do it as much as you need to do it just to keep yourself ready for the next game. Okay. So when is our next game? Now? <laughs> uh, no. The I table gotta, set up. The no, table I is set up. Build all my, I got to build all the rest of the nights. I don't think... No, we're not doing this tonight. No. Okay. Uh, that is why she just wants I to practice beat up another mid-list. and prep and look <laughs> at lists. bait me in. And watch what the stats are because I need, I just want to keep playing. Okay. Well, we'll, sh- we'll do another one of these after our next game. See if I can pull off a slightly more respectable game. Sounds good. Are you thinking of a rematch? Okay. Well, that's all for tonight. So, <laughs> Dudes of Sigmar, in and out. <laughs>